Hi, everybody. Mike Rothman here, General Manager of TechStrong Research with another episode of the TechStrong Research Review. It's been a couple of weeks. Mitch and I, we've been we've been rolling everywhere. We were in, you know, Boca for an executive meeting. Mitch, and we'll talk about uh, an analyst conference that he just went to. So uh, first review that we've we've done in a couple of weeks. Mitch, my my partner in crime, Mitch Ashley, how are you? You know, things are things are going okay the last couple of weeks. I'm doing well. I put some uh, new tires on on the uh the van crossing the country. I'm pretty soon gonna cross the pond. I'm not sure how that'll go in the van, but you know, hitting the road again. So well and we've had so many conferences that um our video yeah. team has been at. So it's really been a logistical how do you you know keep keep everything connected and that's part of why we haven't gotten together to, to record exactly a session exactly. so it's good to be back doing it with you mike it, it is it is and uh i'm i'm pumping the uh, pelican brewing company today I see that um, okay or new advertiser you know, okay <laughs> yeah the new advertiser on, on you know great brew pub uh on the coast of oregon overlooking the pacific ocean it really is fantastic um so if you're in that area definitely go check out uh, pelican brewing company um but that's neither here nor there right uh it's just more one of my collection of, of beer shirts that i that there i have pretty much all over the uh, the country, but I don't have a problem. I can stop at, at, at any moment. So I'm sure you can. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? Um, you know, what, what's interesting is, and, and Mitch and I were just chatting a little bit about, you know, kind of what companies have to do to more effectively deliver solutions when we're in, you know, a downturn, right? When there are economic headwinds uh, we're facing, we don't have the funding that we've had. We don't have access to the resources that we've had, um, you know, in the go-go days, right? It wasn't a matter of, hey, just hire a whole mess of people and we'll raise more money or we'll sell some bonds because, you know, kind of money's pretty much free from that standpoint. Not so much anymore, right? So you were just in, in New York with Alan at the CoForge um analyst conference so definitely one i mean i'm sure a lot of folks don't even know what coforge is uh, and it's not really necessarily about them right it's really about this idea of how do you start to leverage systems integrators as a way to start really addressing the fact that we can't you know kind of deliver a lot of these solutions internally anymore yeah i, I think it's that i think it's also um yeah a lot more um Kind of fixed price bids we need to guarantee have a higher success rate on on completion of our projects and sometimes that that is a strategy for doing that or at least some in systems integrators will sign up for fixed big contracts of course then you're managing to the scope very tightly yeah. but right. you know you do get some output yeah alan and i were or were invited i think you were busy uh with some other things to uh, go up to that analyst conference. And and I I hadn't heard of CoForge before. It's actually through a contact of Alan's that recently went there. You know, it's a billion dollar company based out of India. They do most of their work in the UK, their biggest projects, but they do projects all over the wor world in, uh, in finance and insurance and transportation, uh, the big three. What, what, what stood out to me is, you know, they give the normal pitch, they give the analysts like, like folks do and touting their success. Of course, they've had a significant growth. I think it was from about 400 to a billion, 400 million in the last I think, six years or so. So it's a relatively short period of time. So something's going on there that's that's going right, right? 
and and they tout their industry expertise as one of their differentiators. It's just it's not the old Anderson model of you know oh the, here's the new group graduation was happened. We got a group new group of kids showing up on our project from Anderson. Right, I remember those days when I was at EDS. But I think what it signifies too, Mike, is a, a big emphasis on we can't do it all ourselves. IT organizations or business units, for that matter, some of these things are big lifts, right? I remember, I remember the days of you wanted to be the third manager on the project because the first two got killed after the project got behind and went over budget. So you, you can't run those same risks anymore. You've got to have a higher probability of success. And maybe maybe bringing in some expertise that, expertise that you don't have. I mean, there's lots of reasons for using a SI for doing that kind of project work. I'm have, I know you've had a lot of experience with. I, I have, and, and and what's interesting is you have a lot of different options for how you solve the problem, right? There were companies like a CoForge and and WePro and you know kind of a, a, a dozen others that are you know at that scale that can take on again very significant. Um, systems, you know, just really enterprise type systems and really, you know, kind of take that from cradle to grave, you know, hundreds of folks and all sorts of architects and, you know, and, and, you know, those are really large scale projects, right? But there are also much more targeted integrators that focus on things like a Salesforce or, um, you, you know, Workday uh, or some of the other, you know, big SaaS initiatives uh, that folks have. We're going to start seeing a lot of them that are focusing on AI. We see a lot of them that focus on on security architecture and MDR uh, in order to, you know, again, provide both expertise and resources that are really hard to get out there in the field. So it, 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 it again, it does feel like we're a little bit in, you know, the time machine, you know, whether we want to go back to 1998, whether we want to go back to, um, you know, 2006, 2007, uh, you know, where we had to start figuring out, you know, am I, you know, is it business process outsourcing? And then that gave way to outtasking and, you know, do I want the big thing? And then, you know, try to give it to one company to do it. Uh, obviously, with a huge amount of risk, do I want to break it up and become the general contractor amongst many different providers? Um, and now that we're all moving towards these SaaS and, and cloud platforms, you have these specialty companies that are coming up with an expertise in AWS or an expertise in Azure or GCP uh, or any of these different SaaS platforms with not just people that are expert in that group, but technologies, right? You know, work kits or, or toolkits that they have that ease and facilitate the, um, you know, the project, right? They've got, you know, kind of design patterns. They've got, you know, code snippets. They've got all sorts of stuff that can help you accelerate, you know, your project uh, on that front. So again, it really is an interesting time in that, you know, do I want to just give it to somebody and have them deal with the whole thing? Or, you know, do I really want to kind of figure out what targeted expertise will help me uh, from the standpoint of, of this project and then, you know, start to manage that accordingly? Well, and there's definitely a tier of companies who tend to hire the larger SIs, right? And and the, the relationships are long. I mean, you it's kind of once in the door, they're there for a while. And I know the old model 
at least when when I was in that part of the industry, it, it was more body shop, right? It was just oh, yeah. throwing people at it, right? Because these are all new kids out of college and great talent, but you know they're learning. While I was one of them too. Project. I worked for you and Y back in the day. So <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I think most of us started that way back in the day. Um, and, and but they but they tend to, to um, they tend to have longer term relationships. So once you're in there, you're helpful. You're now part of the CIOs, the CTOs, the CISO strategy, right? For Part of at least how you deliver this, and I think that's built on success, right? So you got to prove yourself. They're they're interested, in, and and there's not plenty. There's plenty of other people who have to to step in and take it on. But I think your point about it's it's not the pe- just the quantities of people they bring. It's the experiences that they can leverage from what they've done with you and other people, and that the fact are they keeping up on how they can apply technologies. Cause the themes I took away from that conference, the Cofort conference was we were looking for more efficient ways to do things. It's not just business process engineering. It's like, I need a measurable difference in how fast we can respond to delivering this service. Right. Uh, there was a trucking company CIO who was there. I don't know if I got to mention the name, but anyway, he's like, we need to double the revenue, but I don't need to add twice as many have twice as many, um, shipping terminals, right? Where the, all the trucks arrive to get their loads of stuff. I need to do the same with what I've got. How do we do that? How do we make that more efficient? You know, that's the kind of challenges I think, at least in one category, people are asking for, right? Yeah. Well, again, I mean, I think that, that everybody's trying to figure out how to, how to grow revenue without, you know, kind of increasing, you know, their cost base in, in line with that. Uh, we've got to become more efficient. We can't, you know, again, invest ahead of the curve uh, on a number of these things. And, and I think really the point is we've got to leverage other folks' experience in doing that, mm. right? Sometimes it's through an SI, sometimes it's a target service provider, sometimes it's through as much as I, you know, hate to say it, you know, folks like a Boston Consulting or a McKinsey that will come in and, and again, you know, bring your checkbook. But the reality is, you know, they're going to come at it from a business analysis standpoint that really helps you, you know, understand your business uh, from that standpoint. So, so again, now it, it, it's hard sometimes to, you know, make that decision. Hey, we want to bring somebody in from the outside because it is such a constrained economic environment. But in a lot of cases, you know, you can get a multiple of that investment, especially now, because now's the time to start making those, you know, types of investments, start, you know, funding some of those projects so that when growth, you know, happens again, whether it's in six months, 12 months, 18 months, nobody knows when we hit that inflection point, you as an organization want to be ready, right? The CTO and the CIO of that organization want to be ready. And that's a lot of what, you know, kind of our digital transformation efforts and and research uh, really focus on, which is, you know, how do you, you know, kind of make sure that you're asking the right questions, right? How do you make sure that you've got, you know, kind of the right staff and expertise in place so that you can, you know, start driving a lot of these initiatives. And, you know, I don't want to conflate it with, you know, DevOps, right? Oh, digital transformation. That just means we're going to move towards agile and DevOps. This is much more about, you know, how you're transitioning your business in a digital way, right? How are you delivering your value to your customers in a way that is more effective, uh, a way that is more leverageable, a way that is cheaper to deliver for you and easier for your customers customers to consume. Those are the kind of things that I think are important to really spend some time thinking about now. But alas, you know, a lot of folks are still trying to figure out, uh, I had to cut, you know, kind of 20% of my staff, what the hell do I do now? 
right? Yeah. So, you know, you've got a whole bunch of things and you know what, this is another example where you gotta, you know, be able to chew gum and tap your belly at the same time, because if you can't do both, you know, you'll be flat footed when we do recover because you'll just, yeah, you'll be much more efficient, but you won't be positioned for growth at that point. Well, and that's a good point because, you know, oftentimes cost cutting is just purely that, but seems to be most often it's we're cutting, but we're also going to reinvest some dollars other ways from what we were doing. Right. So let's pivot and do some, take a different approach or do some things that we haven't been able to do because we just didn't, weren't getting to them. I think the, the other thing that's kind of really changed, Mike, is people are thinking in, even though it's not DevOps and Agile, they're t- thinking in business strategy in terms of, I need results in six weeks, 12 weeks, three months, you know, six months increments. I don't need it three years from now. I don't need a freaking ERP system that's seven year, years to implement, right? right? That they told me would take three we can't do that, right? They're, the the business is looking for immediate gains is on a track towards something larger, not just sign me up for the journey, you know, for the project from hell that never ends. Right. You can't, right? I mean, you, you know, because the reality is it'll be your successor, maybe even your successor's successor, yeah. you know, if it takes multiple years to deliver on these things, which again, I, I think that the whole agile mindset really fits into that approach as well, because it's not, you know, and again, think about a, a big ERP thing back in the day, you know, you were, you were implementing SAP on-prem and, and, you know, it was a, a two to three year project, you know, that looked an awful lot like waterfall. Right. And now that, you know, kind of we are transcending a lot of that, we can build in and and, and look at a, a, a fine finance tech stack or a MarTech stack or a sales tech stack where we're putting these pieces together, you know, kind of piecemeal. We're doing one thing. We're getting that over the finish line. Then we're adding in a module. We're adding in another module. And that's where a lot of these platform players start to come in. Again, your sales forces, your work days, you, you know, kind of a lot of these that, you know, kind of you build incremental service on top of service. Now, of course, that's a great one, Um, you know, where you're you're building, you know, these incremental capabilities on top of the platform because you do have to reduce your risk uh, relative to, you know, any of these big initiatives. I mean, again, we just don't have time to mess around with it. And nobody has the tolerance, as you just said, Mitch, for, you know, a three-year implementation plan. Yeah, that's 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 shivers thinking about that. I wanted to mention too, uh, Mike Vizard, Chief Content, officer with TechStrong just came back from ServiceNow's user conference. So there's a bunch of videos, great interviews up on. I haven't chance to see all of them, but I've seen a few and there's some great stuff up there backing up what we're saying, right? Um, so check that out on TechStrong TV. The, the, other, the other trend or thing that I saw occurring, at least in this analyst conference, is a big emphasis on data, data analytics, and platforms for data, right? How do you get ac- access to all this stuff and how do you start to use it? Not just in some giant data lake, but how do you use it for even AI, which was another big theme uh, and not have to, even in generative AI, right? There's different models, different LLMs for different kinds of problem solving. Do you have a partner? Do you have somebody who knows that and says, I just need the right data to train in this? I already have a model that is good for your website, another model for how to do, um, you know, question and answer around troubleshooting or whatever it might be uh, that I can start to train with your data. Okay, that's a head start. Just knowing that and knowing how to get going with the right tools 
uh, that may be already pre-built, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And again, it's just, it, it's a very interesting time in that we just have to figure out how to be more efficient with a lot of these initiatives. You, you can't, again, you can't stop innovation, right? If you stop innovation, your business dies. It's as simple as that. Right. So, so we have to figure out a way again, using, you know, some help from, from these different folks, uh, getting, you know, some perspectives on, you know, how other folks in the industry, uh, are doing things. Uh, all of these are, are key tactics that we're going to have to use, uh, in order to, you know, continue to move forward again, knowing that we've got constrained resources for the next whatever it is, right? 12, 18, 24 months, uh, before companies are really going to feel. Uh, comfortable in in hitting the gas and starting to to increase their level of investment. Yep, precisely. An important part of the market. So thanks to the folks who invite us to those kind yeah. of things. Could, we could you bet. And 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 one other plug, you, you know, kind of getting back to to the point about data, right? Um, God, I wonder if somebody would be having a conference that's focused on data ops data sometime ops. soon, maybe August. Um, August. So that's another thing. It's obviously a very timely topic. It's something that, you know, there is just a ton of interest on and and we will be doing our data ops conference, I believe, in August. So make sure you sign up for that because there'll be a a whole bunch of research relating to how to really leverage data to further, you know, kind of the the business objectives of a lot of these digital transformation efforts. So uh, so check that out. So before we wrap up on this. August 16th, just want to plug August August 16th, go to devopsevents.com. You can find out a lot more. And if you're interested in speaking too, I know they're still accepting uh, you know, applications for talks folks. and things like that. So you and I are be doing some stuff there too. There's some really good things happening. So I'm excited about doing that with for you. Sure. For sure. Um, I, I, one thing I want to put a plug in for, I don't know if everyone following TechStrong Research also follows the pulse meter activity that we have going on. This is a motion that Mike and I and our team do uh, with with different partners. Sometimes it's like a- AWS and their partner community. Sometimes it's directly with a technology supplier where we are right now, this moment, um, taking the pulse, if you will, from our half a billion visitors to across our sites and videos, content, et cetera, um, on certain topics around whether it's adoption of something or digital transformation of that or uh, what the barriers are to something. Yeah. And this is data that we're collecting like today, tomorrow, next week. So they're, they're, they're short turnaround kind of things. I think there's some good insights there for folks that are like, okay, we're thinking cloud native. What are the questions I should be asking? Well, it looks like the TechStrong Research folks have done some stuff like that. Yeah. Let me go and, check and, that and out. And for each one of the pulse meters, we do provide our perspective on how that impacts you as yes. the audience, as the reader, as the practitioner that has to make sense uh, of all these things. So it's not just, you know, yes, it's it's in a very clean, you know, graphical, infographic type of, of format, but there is, you know, quick research depth there for how do I apply this data to my problems today. So it is pretty effective. And, and we do a webinar with each one of these pulse meters. So we kind of dig into the data uh, with, you know, the sponsor and, and one of the folks from the, from the textual research team. Uh, and uh, again, it's pretty effective. And, and we have a whole mess of them 
coming up. So so keep an eye on starting in in mid June. So uh, I think next week or the week after we start with with a couple of these, and it'll go through uh, most of the summer. So we've been you know just a lot of activity around uh, the polls because you've probably seen uh, the polls that we kind of put up on the website. Uh, pretty much uh, every day because we're asking somebody about something. Uh, and we've got a number of them, you know, again, kicking off that that'll happen throughout uh, the summer and the rest of the year. So uh, lots of activity along those lines. We've got some work that we're doing for the CNAP space and security. And that's really kind of a conglomeration of workload and container and CSPM and uh, a lot of other markets that are coming together. So we've got uh, some research, you know, that we're going to be initiating over the next couple of weeks uh, in that area as well. So a lot going on. All right, lots gonna, of lots you can download the free pulse meters at uh, techstrongresearch.com. You so, can. They're all within our resource, our resource library. So good. Mitchell, great. Uh, insights again. I think from that perspective, everybody has to start thinking about how they can, you know, get some help. Uh, and funny, we're going to do a cyber conference in November, and the theme is going to be, you know, help is on the way, um, right? Because we can't do it all ourselves, and this is a microcosm based on applications. But when we think about security, it really is the same thing as well. So we can't do things all by ourselves. We need some help. So with that, we will wrap up. Uh, unless you had another party. I was going to see if we can get the rights to the Beatles song help, you know, we'll build that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Oh. Music budget may not allow for something like that. <laughs> okay. But, well, uh, maybe next time. Well, listen, if you wanted to bust out the guitar, I'm not sure anybody would, would rat on you. Cause, yeah. You know, yes. To send the royalty checks this way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mitchell is actually, you know, pretty good and talented guitar player. So maybe we'll have <laughs> And, and do a little guess. Yeah, you have to come and see if I play it. <laughs> <laughs> so right, with right. that, we will sign off for this week's uh, Text Bomb Research Review. Uh, it'll be up soon, and then we will be back in a couple of days with the next one because we are going to get back into a uh, into a weekly cycle on this. Get the rhythm going. All right, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Mike.